Hey guys, welcome to another episode of the Beauty Pop Podcast. I'm Victoria and I'm here with my co-host Jen. And Jen, I want to say, if you guys didn't hear our wine pairing episode, it was a special episode that we did that because Jen is a sommelier. And I just want to give you some feedback, Jen. Ooh, okay. I, I took notes. If you heard the episode, you actually heard the paper crinkling. I was taking notes. So I went to Total Wine. I got it was a madhouse at Total Wine. So I before kinda, Thanksgiving. Oh yeah. yeah I'm I sure. mean this was this was two nights before Thanksgiving. So it was a little it was a little cray. But luckily all of the Beaujolais, uh, which was one of your your suggestions, Beaujolais mm-hmm. Nouveau, was right at the door. So yeah. I walked in, grabbed a bottle of George de which is sort of like I don't even know if it's that good, but it's sort of the most popular one. That's the one. And it's got the colorful label. Yes. Yeah. And so uh, and then I did a quick spin around the cart over to France and I got a dry Riesling. Nice. White. So we have a bottle of red, bottle of white, chilled them both, went to my in-laws, went to my husband's family in Queens for dinner, where I found the most difficult part of pairing for Thanksgiving dinner is actually getting non-wine drinkers to take a chance right on wine that's what i literally found <laughs> out down was the, the most beer, challenging part put down the whiskey try the wine <laughs> put, down, put down you know the jug wine that you normally right. drink like just 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 stop and even my own mother who doesn't really drink wine she's not a wine lover it, she'll have a pinot grigio or something every once in a while like she's yeah. you know she's more of like a, a vodka on the rocks kind of lady so i was like no mom like try the dry Riesling. She goes, oh, well, I don't want, I don't like Riesling. It's sweet. I said, mom, this is dry Riesling. I had to right. say it four times. And she's talking to Lewis's aunt and her, his aunt is just like, well, I just drink Merlot. So I don't really deviate. <laughs> like that's just it. And I'm like, oh my God, this is clearly going to be the biggest challenge is Not getting to kill you people. Just I know. Why. <laughs> I'm like, just try. So um, my dad and I had a glass of Pinot Noir to start before mm-hmm. we ate anything. Then And my dad is another one because he's like California cab or die. Like he can't deviate. Like that's all if he's in a restaurant, that's all he ever orders. Like it's it's boring. But I said, no, I said, we're you're going to try this red. Jen picked it out. It's nice and chilled. He's like, well, it's kind of cold. I'm like, it's supposed to be like I was like, I was like, oh, my God, I'm going to lose my mind. I was like, all right, bumpkins, everyone's just going (laughs) to sit down and we're all going to have we're going to do some wine pairings. So as soon as I took, so my dad and I had the the Beaujolais Nouveau, Louis poured a glass too. I don't know who else maybe had it at the table, but I was more focused on like, I wanted my dad to give it a chance because I knew he would like it with the turkey. My sister-in-law killed it. The, the turkey was amazing. So from the first bite of turkey with gravy and some mashed potatoes, I took a sip of the Beaujolais and it was pure heaven. It, it was, was out the, of this world, right? Out of this world, heavenly. Yeah. This was a $12 bottle of wine. I think it was $11.99. That's and the lesson is it doesn't have to be expensive to be good. My dad looked down the table at me after he tried it. He goes, this wine is really interesting. He was like, wow, this is because he doesn't like light red. And he right. was like, this is perfect with, you know, because it's a lot of salty foods for mm-hmm. Thanksgiving and it just it wasn't too sweet. The wine like it was perfect. And then down the the other end of the table, my mom was actually drinking the dry Riesling and I saw her drinking and then taking a piece of turkey and then taking a sip again. And she was like, oh, this is really good. I was like, people, Jen knows what she's talking about. (laughs) So it worked. They liked it. It worked brilliantly. And I will say, I know a lot of people 
also do a kind of traditional Thanksgiving type meal for Christmas dinner. Yeah. So I would highly recommend if you didn't listen to that wine episode, go back and listen to it and and take Jen's tips on all the different things that you can pair with that type of dinner. Absolutely. It, it, it was, I'm telling you, it was like, I was literally like singing your praises. It was oh, that's so, so good. So I'm so good. happy to know that. And, and you know what? Easy I'll tell and you, not expensive. Not expensive. And you just have to deviate away from some of your old favorites because yeah. a lot of the stuff, you know, I mean, you got to experiment habit. and it's just it's just a glass of wine. You know, what's right. the what's the risk? It's not like you're eating a giblet, which nobody wants to do. But I'll tell you, the only other thing I would add is if you do a lot of people do ham for Christmas, just make sure you're doing a nice cherry fruit forward Pinot Noir and you will never be sorry with with a ham. But otherwise, oh, good tip. All okay. of those turkey suggestions, they will stick and they will be the same yeah. for for Christmas if you do a, a Christmas turkey too. At one point I I caught myself cuz I only had two glasses of wine like the whole night. I just had the yeah. one Pinot and then I had the one glass for with dinner. But at one point I was like, I got to slow down because I was like, <laughs> bite a food, sip of wine, bite a food, sip of wine. I'm like, OK, I got to slow down here because my mom's going to look across the table and she's a cocktail counter anyway. And she's just going to be like, oh, my God, you know. But anyway, my it was mom perfect. does that, too. We got to get fancy Nancy together with my mom. I'm telling you, they can sit and watch us drink I mean, <laughs> if it, if one cocktail. We can just have a very large one, right? Yes. Yes. Like the Ina <laughs> Garden. Exactly. Have you seen her, her <laughs> yes. martini glasses? With her big it's li- literally, exactly. it is a fishbowl. Like, it, it is. is so big. <laughs> just one glass a day. That's what the doctor says. It's, my glass is 32 ounces, but yep. you know. <laughs> there you go. Well, so this week, we are getting back into our, our normal programming of beauty stuff. And speaking of the holidays, I know... So many of my friends have, including my husband, they have to go to company Christmas parties again. Hasn't happened in a couple of years. You know, we're in New Jersey, you're in LA. We got hit really hard with COVID in Manhattan. And so this is the year that a lot of companies are like, all right, everybody, you know, we're going to get together back in the office. Some some companies are springing for, you know, dinners in a restaurant or Mm -hmm. cocktail parties, things like that. So this isn't necessarily a holiday episode, but... Today, we're going to talk about our favorite beauty hacks. Mm -hmm. And so a lot of these hacks actually work really well in event type things, whether it's a wedding, cocktail party, company Christmas, whatever. So I'll bounce some of the things that I uh, over the years that I've accumulated. Some of this is going all the way back to my years working for Cosmo Magazine and the tips that they would have and that are kind of tried and true. So the first one that uh, since we're talking about wine, we might as well start with the red teeth, right? Oh, yeah. <laughs> it's a bad look and it's a dead giveaway every time yes. your eyes start to cross, the eyeliner smears and the red teeth. The red teeth is a bad look. And if you're yeah. especially if you're at a company Christmas party, I whenever I go to an event, any work event, and I've had like you, we've had tons of different work-related fun events to go to throughout the years, I I never drink red wine at any of them. Because like you said, it's a total dead giveaway, A, that you've been drinking and you have to kind of drink, you know, you're not having one sip and your teeth are red. It's... You know, You're like soaking your choppers yeah, in the wine if they right. start to turn red, <laughs> they're marinating, right? We and know, so, we know yeah. where you've been, <laughs> right? So, I typically tend to just stick to like a glass of champagne, or I'm not a big white wine fan, and normally white wine at events like that are terrible. Mm-hmm. So, um, but so if you do though drink, there, there have been a few times where they haven't had any vodka or any champagne, so it's like either red or white wine or beer. Well. If it's red, white, or beer, I have to do red. Got to do the red. Yeah, you got to do the red. But a little trick that I learned from 
a makeup artist that I used to talk to, you know, used to have as a regular guest. She was like, whatever you do, she's like, the people make the biggest mistake by when they go up to the bar area at the party or a wedding or whatever. If you're single and you want to, you know, not have red teeth and pick somebody up, you, you know, you want to have you want to have a plan. So she said the best thing to do is go to the bar and get a couple of lemon wedges. Mm -hmm. And after you finish your glass of red, bite down on the lemon gives you an instant removal of the red. And your teeth enamel, which is great, too. <laughs> well, I mean, it's sure this is not an everyday tip. <laughs> this is a this is an. but it's I've done this and I did and it, it in works? the bathroom immediately. It is the it's literally like the the mix of the lemon. You know, that's why lemon. I love juice, that. Lemon oh, juice is in it's a cleaner. So, yeah, it's in it's in every cleaner. So I went into the bathroom. I bit down on the lemon like you're doing a tequila shot the way you would bite mm -hmm. down on the lime. You don't have to suck on it. You don't have to like suck on the lemon. You literally just bite your teeth into it. And it is amazing how fast it works and how oh, effective it is. that's a great tip. Okay. And you literally end up with like this gleaming white smile. Because you know, I love to go wine tasting. So more than just like at a work event, I love to go wine tasting. Towards the end of the day, your teeth do start to look like sure. that. Even yeah. if you're like just tasting and, and if you're water tasting wines or if you're drinking wine at an event, obviously yeah. you don't want to you don't want to get too much of the lemon juice in your mouth because it's going to throw off your palate and everything right. and the wine's going to taste bad. But if you just do the bite and don't like suck it in like you would with the lime juice for just tequila, dip it in. Just, yeah. yeah, you just do the, the bite and the little bit of the abrasion that you get from you know the lemon rind or, or the whatever they call the middle part of the lemon you get that going with the lemon juice and you have sparkling white teeth instantly what a great tip i love that and i love because i am always especially like i said when i wine taste there's petite syrah mm -hmm. which is a great wine that it'll turn your teeth in fact i went on a tour for we did like a, a petite syrah tasting and they actually handed you a toothbrush and a tooth and toothpaste like i've had legit one. purple teeth after yeah. drinking petite it's, syrah it's like ink and so that's a great tip i would actually piggyback with a tip also that i always go for and i just i i don't even look almost at yellow base lipsticks anymore but if you are con like if you're feeling like i don't know a little nervous about your smile or you feel like you haven't done your teeth whitening or you feel like your smile isn't as bright as it could be don't do any lipstick that is not blue based there are yes blue and yellow based colors and if you use a yellow based color it just immediately you'll see the difference especially if it's an event where you're taking pictures always go with the blue based coloring i know a lot of people say well that's not in my palette but always you can find a shade that has blue or purple undertones rather than yellow or orange and that's it is a great a tip huge yep. difference maker I, and i'm a blue based red person i cannot yeah. wear anything that has a yellow or orange base because i just look it just brings out all the sallow tones in my skin so i have i that's a great tip and if i do wear red even if it's red nail polish I just make sure everything is blue based. And I also find that wearing blue based red lipstick is much easier and more universal than yellow or orange. Right. Okay. So my next favorite hack is kind of for all year round, really. Um, and involves self tanner. And we did a whole bronzing episode. If you guys haven't heard it, you can go back into the catalog and listen. So we, we talked about our favorite self tanners and even going uh, most recently, I went to, um, a beach bum tanning spot and had, you know, the, the, the mystic spray tan or whatever. So you always, I always end up with too much tanner around my cuticles. Mm hmm. 
too much tanner on my elbows. Yeah, sometimes and the ankles for me. The ankles, the ankles are bad, right? And especially because if you're standing in the mystic thing, you know, and it just kind of drips all the way down. You know, it's yeah. not like a clean spray all the time. So the best hack that I have for that, and I've done self tanner at home a lot too. Saint Tropez, we talked about that as my mm-hmm. favorite. Cut a lemon in half, pop it right on your elbow, rub it in, rub it on your knees, ankles, anywhere that on your cuticles, anywhere that it's you've gotten too much of the self tanner, evens it out immediately. Doesn't, it doesn't wipe- take it all off either, which is no. really great. I've tried that before. It's awesome. It, it is a really, really good hack. And I discovered it one day because I had left the tanner on too long yeah and i was at home and i was like oh no and i had to go to a wedding event or some event that night and i just was looking it was so fake you know like the color everywhere else was fine but you know it's the it's the 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 wrists you know right below your hands always right like it's connected yes totally (laughs) it's a seam (laughs) yeah and so i was like freaking out and i just googled like how because i had no self-tanner remover at that time i didn't Mm -hmm. buy it yet and I was like, oh, my God, what do I do? I've got to get rid of it. And then some people were like, take a sugar scrub. And that just scrubbed my skin. It didn't remove it. No, it didn't actually take the pigment out. And it wasn't until I finally stumbled upon cut a lemon in half. And that's going to be your saving grace. And it is a great, great hack. It's it a works great tip. And I've time. done it. It does work. And it is so helpful. And it doesn't take off like you're worried about it taking spots of color off. It just takes off the excess. Yeah, it does. It's really great. So we like me, lemons. We should. Do I the know. Power of lemons. <laughs> I know, right? Um, so let me ask you: You, as we know, you have seventeen radio jobs, and you get up very early in the morning. Yeah. What is your best hack if you wake up and you've got some puffiness under your eyes? Oh, a lot of times I'll just take either a quick cold, like. Okay, so this is something that I have in my freezer at all times. I have a this is so embarrassing. I can't believe I'm sharing this, but it works like a charm instantly. So uh, I have a like, you know, one of those little gel neck rolls that okay, yeah, that you, you can know, put like, in the freezer that you can put in the freezer or you can or put the them microwave. in the microwave. Yeah. So I always have that in the freezer. And if they're like, especially if I have to go to an event, now I typically don't do this on weekday mornings, but you put that sucker on your eyes for like five minutes. It's got lavender and like the essential oils. It's very relaxing and it calms all of the puffiness down. And I have to do that a lot because I have allergies and my eyes are constantly like swelled up. So for me, that is like the thing that will help immediately mm-hmm. it only takes like five minutes if i don't have to sit there for a long time just about five minutes and it calms everything down i don't have typically i don't have a lot of puffiness under my eyes mm-hmm. but if i'm really super tired then i that's the first telltale sign is my eyes and all all the puffiness goes right to my eyes one of the oldest makeup artist tricks and a celebrity stylist hack forever you've probably heard about it it's kind of gross but it's the best thing you can possibly Preparation do. H. Preparation H. <laughs> I know. I know. It so draws it all out. So many people are like, wait, what? No, it's like, true. It literally, I have, I cannot tell you how many makeup artists I've interviewed. And I always say like, what are the three essentials in your bag? Every single one of them without fail has said for at least 15 years that I've been doing this, Preparation H is always in my bag. They take a little bit, they put it on a Q-tip. Yeah. And you, and you, you need the tiniest bit. And, and please make sure it's just a preparation age just for your eyes. Yes. 
Oh, yes. <laughs> we want to make sure we separate those two bottles. <laughs> this is not let's like not be cheap here and just use one yeah. and share it for both. You let's not do that. Okay? If you're visiting family for the holidays. <laughs> don't go into grandpa's bathroom no. and just think you're going to just, you know, borrow Jam a little your Q-tip bit. in there. And then no. don't be surprised when you get the pink eye. I'm just oh, saying. yeah, right. <laughs> so, yes, that's an important distinction to make. Um, but it is. I did it one time after hearing the 90,000th makeup artist say that this is what all celebrities do, even when they don't have puffy, puffy eyes necessarily. But this is a staple of before the makeup and hair and everything before red carpet events, yeah. because it just I mean, it just tightens everything up. And it it really it just if there's even the tiniest bit of puffiness, which when you're on a red carpet situation or if you're at a wedding and you have lots of, you know, like the photographers walking around taking pictures of everybody with a big flash, you're going to see the bags. Even Always. if you don't see them with your own eyes, you will definitely see them. So it's something that I don't do all the time. But if I'm going to like a big event, I'll just take a little Q-tip and just dab a tiny bit under there just so you don't get creases enough that will show up in a picture and it is i know it sounds gross and it sounds a little I freaky know. it Do you works put it in the like refrigerator because like a lot of time i'll keep my eye products in the refrigerator to keep them cold i i haven't done that but because i find that it's very cooling anyway when yeah. when you put it on but um sure i don't see why not it would probably feel even better right <laughs> Plus, it's always fun to explain that to your friends. Why is the preparation age in the refrigerator? Yeah. <laughs> Next to the bottle of Prosecco yeah. is uh, my preparation well, could age. Could you pass the bologna and the preparation age, please? <laughs> yeah. But but it is, trust me, if you suffer at all from some puffiness under the eyes, you will be amazed at how well and how fast that, that hack works. Um, moving on to another thing that I've heard. I mean, I've had this happen. I'm sure you've had this happen. You're wearing a dress, fancy dress, sleeveless or whatever, and you get the white deodorant marks. Oh, God. It is the worst. This is like my lot in life. Like this happens to me all the time, no matter how careful I am, mm -hmm. no matter what I do. Now, I have a little trick. So let me tell you what I do. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I want to hear. Okay. So the best thing that I found, because you can't, you put water on it, paper towel. It just How many not. times have we been in the bathroom and you see a girl, right? She's got the, she's w w trying to Washing wet the, the fabric and then stand under the, you know, get your armpit underneath the hand dryer. It's yeah. Not, it's, it's not good. It so happens what I all the time. Is that I actually take, so it has to be the fabric that you're wearing. You take a clean part of the fabric against the white part of the fabric and you rub it against each other. And most of the time it will disappear from the fabric if you use like a clean part of your dress on that white part and it'll take it out. What do you do? Because Similar. I don't know if that's right. Okay. Well, if you're wearing a dress, like it always seems to happen to me when I'm sort of wearing like a black cocktail dress. Gotcha. Yeah. So there's not enough material to, you know, to get, to get up to there, maneuver right. up there. Right. So a Cosmo editor told me this once and I've used it as a hack. It's great. She goes, okay, I've got two different things you can do. Go to the table wherever you're seated at this, at an mm -hmm. event Grab one of those cloth napkins yeah. into the bathroom and similar to what idea. you're... So mm -hmm. you go against the grain of yeah. the fabric and that will remove, if not all, most of the white deodorant mark. Don't use paper though. It is a Do bad not. idea. Don't and, and also don't get it wet. Because as soon as you get deodorant marks wet, it's paste. It now doesn't you're, move. Right. And now you've got paste instead of more of like a powdery kind of finish. Yeah. Then she laughed and she goes, there's also a ghetto version of my hack. And I'm like, oh, okay. really? What? 
She goes, if they don't, she's like, I've been to events where they have the standing cocktail tables with cock mm-hmm. with paper cocktail napkins. Okay. And she's like, but no actual cloth napkins. And she's like, I have legitimately, and I will not even say her name because I don't want to blow up her spot. She goes, if you take the tablecloth itself. Oh, yeah. You cloth. <laughs> and, I would do and it. There you I'd go. And you start wiping. <laughs> she goes, I have done that. Like, I've practically been under the table at an event. And I'm like wiping with the tablecloth itself. <laughs> but it's the same idea. And it totally works. It works every time. Yeah, but definitely don't do what we've all been doing for years. Don't try to wash it off. It is not going to come off. It's only you're going to be left with just wet fabric under your pits. And and if you use paper, little tiny paper balls underneath wherever. If see, I always get it on (laughs) on the underneath, like, and it's always my right side. I don't know what I do. I must be. I don't know. There's got to be something that's like defunct or something in me, but. It's always underneath my arm at the bottom by my waist on like a shirt. It doesn't happen as much on dresses for me, but like on shirts, it like, I don't know, it must like drag through or so. I don't know. I Maybe because you're right-handed and you're just using your right arm more. Maybe. I don't know. Yeah. But I'm sure. I sure can make a mess quickly on those things. <laughs> <laughs> so here's my next hack. And this one will work at, you know, for any occasion. It's also tiny bit. You may you may think it's a little cringe, but I've done it and it works. If you don't have powder for your face okay. and you're getting a little shiny, right? And you don't have any blotting papers. I know where you're What's going. in the bathroom that's the same material as a blotting paper? You can use your seat cover for the toilet. <laughs> yep. Ding ding ding. It is the exact same material. And yeah. when I first heard this hack, I was like, "Oh my god, no freaking way." Sure enough, then I was at some event in the summer in Manhattan. Everyone's sweating. I never, ever carry powder because my face is just typically dry and I never need it. On this occasion, I was like, I was so shiny and I'm like, I got it. I have to do something. And I remembered the hack. So I went into the bathroom. It was like literally at this fancy hotel bathroom with the, with the attendant. Like I had to do Mm -hmm. this in front of the attendant and she's looking at me like, what? What and do you I do? went, I grabbed the, <laughs> I grabbed the toilet, the disposable toilet seat cover. And I just went up to the mirror, ripped it into small pieces and just started blotting it everywhere. And yeah. it was genius. I mean, it, it worked so well. I mean, I got you know, a lot of weird looks from the lady, but I tipped her extra well. But it does work. Violence. I had a friend, <laughs> I had a friend who used to use um, brown paper sacks because she used to have really oily skin. And so she would tear brown paper sacks and like, like a lunch bag like a paper bag. Wow. Yeah. And she would always use that to block because she was oily skinned. But what I found this last time I was in Hawaii is that when I, cause it's so humid there yeah. and I'm from LA. I can, this girl does not, I don't know what to do with humidity. Right. So <laughs> I love that about LA the girls. first couple, <laughs> the first couple of days and I'm a face sweater. So like my face is just sweating in this heat. And so I was like, oh my gosh, I'm putting so much powder on because I do carry powder. I'm like, I look like a clump. Like it just is not, it's not working. So I thought of my friend, Tina, who used to always use the bags. And I was like, oh my gosh, they had brown napkins at the bar. So I took a couple of them, put them in my purse and I carried around with them with, like I put them in my purse and carry them around the whole trip. And instead of putting on powder to try to get rid of the sweat, I go to the bathroom, just use those brown like napkins that you get at a fast food place and blotted it away. It took away like the shine without having to cake on powder. Such a game changer for yeah. me. I loved it. I can't believe it's taken me this long to actually try to find that, but work like a charm in Hawaii. And also what, when you're, when you're already hot and you're sweating, mm-hmm. 
the last thing I want to do is put powder on my face. No, I don't want to add. I just want to get rid of, you know, the shine. The disgust. Yeah. And the thing, too, is it, it's I don't know about I haven't done the the brown paper napkin trick yet. But the nice thing about the toilet seat cover, which sounds so like hilarious that I'm like endorsing this, but it doesn't remove any of your makeup. No, that's the great thing. It just stays there. It just blots up all the shine without having to cake on powder. So one of the other hacks that I have that I that I actually started using since we did the fragrance episode mm-hmm. is the Vaseline trick. Because remember yeah. I said I was stuck with a rollerball that of of J'adore is my perfume of choice mm-hmm. and the rollerball just does not last. And it's so I tried the Vaseline trick and I actually think I got maybe another 45 minutes of the scent. It That's incredible. It. So you're using your own tip for for that. I love and it. And I'd never tried it. I had just read about it for mm-hmm. I, I don't even know where. Just it's one of those things that I've just kind of always heard and I've never tried it. But yeah. as soon as I didn't want to waste the perfume that's in the rollerball, I'd rather just use it up. And so the Vaseline on the pulse points and then you put the, you know, you do the roller ball or even a spray over it. That definitely I I definitely noticed that it lasted a little bit longer, was a little more potent. So I didn't have to use as much um, because normally I'm like rolling away, you know, and then I stink at first and then it's just like gone an hour later. But um, so the Vaseline trick when uh, that actually did work. And then my final tip is um, I throughout the pandemic well the beginning sort of of the pandemic however i don't even know what it is now it's been two and a half years of insanity but in the beginning i was telling you every day we were doing a morning show together and like during all the breaks i was telling you all the jewelry that i was buying oh yeah you were you were a mad woman on that i was a mad woman (laughs) like i was a crazy person i bought so much jewelry and like nothing like not like diamonds or anything but you know like gold necklaces and i bought Mm -hmm. then silver necklaces and all kinds of stuff and i love the layering look Right. Me too. But I was getting super frustrated with everything getting constantly tangled up and it was just a big old mess. Mm -hmm. So you know how, according to our Instagram episode that we did, I buy literally everything that I'm being sold on Instagram. So I saw this little device. It's called the Necklet. And it allows you a square with three. Oh, you've got a magnet. So mine's not magnetized. I bought the same (laughs) Did you buy it? <laughs> it's not magnet, but it's actually it's it's got like the three little chains off the side so that you can attach three necklaces. Right. And it's great. It really works. Okay, so tell me about the magnet though. So the, it's called the necklet. It's it's N E C K L E T. And it was back ordered for a really long time because I guess the the layering look was so in at that yeah. time and everyone was having the same problem. You're just, I mean, I was being choked and then all the necklaces and even I would try different types of chains, you know, like, and it yeah. didn't work. So the necklet has, like you said, it has on one side of it, it has um, three little, what are those little things? The claw, I, like the claw, like the yeah. clamshell closure. Right. Thing. Yeah. And then on the other side, it has three hoops mm-hmm. so that you can hook three necklaces on. Now you have to make sure when you're the only thing that I would say is, and I had to experiment a bit, because the way that it sits, it will shorten some of your necklaces. Like yes, your necklace sure. will shorten. Yep. So you have to make sure that the choker one is on the the hole that's closest to yeah, your to neck. The top. To the mm-hmm. top. Yeah. So that way you 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 still have a little bit like you can still breathe. Right. But it it and then it, it's just a magnetic closure. So even once you've got your necklaces on it, you can just pop it right behind your neck and the magnetic closure snaps together. And it's so easy. And it's not like another 
hook thing that you have to do. I I need to get that because I bought on Amazon. I was having the same trouble and I love the look of a layered necklace, Yeah, but it constantly twists up. It doesn't look right. I don't, I don't know how people look so good with them. I always feel like a disaster. Gwen Stefani, I'm looking at you. Yeah. She wears 90,000 necklaces and and I, they always look good. I know mine are always like just everywhere. So I bought one on Amazon. It was only like six or seven bucks. It doesn't have the magnet that I would really like, but it had just another closure. Yeah. But I do like it. It does not tangle the same way, but you're right. It does take away length. Mm -hmm. So one of the other things that you can buy, and I noticed you can buy with it, they have like little chain extenders. Yeah. So if you need to add a little extra length, you can do it. Yeah, because there's nothing worse than feeling like your necklaces are attacking you. I hate it. No. (laughs) And I start to get like, I'm just getting to the point now where I'm getting too old to be annoyed by fashion. Like in my 20s, I was fine. Like you could stick me in worse shoes. Oh, absolutely. And I didn't care. Like I thought it was like a badge of courage or something. Now I'm like, oh, no, no, this has got to come off. Like I had earrings on earlier today and I think I had them on for about 12 seconds. <laughs> and they're sitting now in my cup holder in my car because I was like, I can't take this anymore. You pulled the chute. You're like, I'm done. I did. Yeah. I'm like I can't handle it. 12 seconds of earrings now. It's like, who am I? I become <laughs> like a crazy person. <laughs> yeah. Well, the necklet, I would say, is um, I should have included that in our Instagram episode. I love because that. I, We're going to have to do another one yeah i I totally forgot about it ever since that episode i look around my house and i'm like oh my god that was an instagram influence like there we should do a part two to that episode because i think it's way more extensive than we even let on our addiction to instagram influencing and i i look around too and i'm like oh i got that from instagram yeah (laughs) i remember when i saw that that celebrity like a water bottle randomly that olivia colpo designed i'm like yeah why do i need that it's just pretty just you know like, you do. it's nice <laughs> and it makes you happy <laughs> yeah i mean i just keep yeah it's it's wild so i i have that is you're right we should definitely do a part two because i'm i've probably since that episode aired i've probably already bought a whole new slew of things that i don't even realize I was going to say that that episode needs to come back probably quarterly (laughs) with my shopping habits, probably quarterly. (laughs) I also think that we should do more, um, more wine stuff because a little behind the scenes, my husband, Lewis is our producer. And he said that episode of the wine was so good. You guys should definitely do like Jen's wine corner or something like that. And I go, you know what? Maybe we should call it beauty poppin' bottles. And we'll do right Pop like corks. Yeah, <laughs> we'll be. Yeah. So we'll be, you know, we'll maybe love we it. can do that like, you know, once a month or every, you know, do like a little side project with it. But it, it's so great to be able to pick your brain on so many things. You know, we've got beyond the holidays. We've got New Year's New Year's Eve coming up. Yep. You know, we've got lots of drinking holidays coming up and then even like how to do. Maybe we can do some pairings for a fancy Valentine's dinner. Absolutely. Which will involve chocolate and yes, things like chocolate, that. champagne and red wine. That's yep. that's what you need for Valentine's Day. Yeah. Pretty so that's that's I'm excited for every day. <laughs> that's true, too. That is true. Yeah. So I'm excited for that. And um, but yeah, I think so. Our beauty hacks, I think we're probably I think we probably could do a part two of this as well. The more we think percent. about it, <laughs> especially as we go through. I mean, we love your suggestions, too. So if you want to get involved and give us your hacks or if you have products you want us to review or topics you'd like us to tackle, you can always let us know. Absolutely. So follow us on uh, Instagram at beauty pop pod. You can email us at beauty pop pod at gmail.com. And um, we post 
a lot of the products and stuff that we talk about on the Instagram page. You can DM us, put it, leave a comment if you want. And uh, it would be awesome if you guys haven't already. If you have an iPhone, leave us a rating and review um, on your podcast app. And that we've gotten such nice reviews. And thank you so much for everyone to everyone who's done that for us already. But um, yeah, so we appreciate all the love. Absolutely. So another episode in the can, as they say. I'm, I'm going to go bite a lemon. I'll be back. Yeah. <laughs> I'm going to go pour a glass of wine. Yeah. But the lemon trick is good. Definitely try it and let me know how that goes. And I let will. us know how all of our hacks today, if you've tried them over the uh, the holiday season and it works out for you, definitely let us know. And uh, as always, thank you guys so much for listening. And we'll talk to you next week. Bye.